Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, we are covering two episodes of Ballers Season 5. We've got episodes 6 and 7. Spencer's getting played. We lose Kassan. Charles is in trouble. And Ricky's show with Joe. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, oh! I like that. that. That's different. new. That's new music. <laughs> All righty, guys. To my left, I've got the beautiful Miss Francesca Ballers alumni. Hey, what's up? What's up? And all the way at the far end, we've got Miss Lauren Hubbard, huge football fan and actress. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you. And then we've got me, Yvette. Um, I am your main co- host on Ballers, and I am a sideline reporter for the Santa Clarita community. Nice. All right. So I know we weren't here last week. um, So let's just go straight into it and let's start talking. So let's talk about episode five a little bit. What did you guys think of episode five? Well, I thought it was a bit. I just felt like they didn't have to do Kisan like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like obviously his the show is coming to an end. Right. Um, They have to have a farewell for all the characters Mm -hmm. but to kill him off I thought that was a little dramatic and then the way that Spencer you know let him go from the team was super shady right you didn't even tell him exactly he heard about it I mean Kassan heard about it on TV Mm -hmm. well and the thing is he did say like he believed in giving people like this it was a very like Game of Thrones, right. like let's kill off your favorite character. Like I see you, HBO. <laughs> I know. Okay, we get it. We get it. But I thought, yeah, I thought that was a little intense, a little, a bit dramatic. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a bit too dramatic. I feel like it was like, yeah, the writers may not have known what they wanted to do with him, so that was just the way to go. Yeah. What I'm kind of getting of like this season, since it's the last season, um, I'm getting it's a little all over the place. Like it is. nothing is really falling into place and like how it should be or how it's supposed to be or am i the or am i just always confused no i agree i feel like the past couple seasons the storyline has been very clear they had goals you know they started in miami they wanted to move to la they had Mm -hmm. investments they had you know they were building something and i feel like now everyone is kind of like talk show gamers um major sports mega center it's just it is really all over the place with storylines people false engaging. I don't know. I don't want to say false engaging. But you know, it's just all over the place. It is. And I, I do feel like actually the last couple seasons have been like this. Um, it's it Before, yeah, like when we started in Miami is very all about football, all about football. Right. In these last couple seasons, things have been branching out to lead us to what's going on this season. But I just feel like it's a, you know, it's a short, short show. Uh-huh. But they throw like Five million things at you, and honestly, a lot of the time, especially when it comes to the NFL stuff, I'm like, "What is going on?" Like, yeah. I, it doesn't register right away because it's so quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're very like, um, I don't know, like, like out of nowhere, they're like, at least in this 
last episode, they're like, oh, you're asking prices healthcare. And I was like, wait, what? What? Yeah, like, when, what, we, what, what, when was this ever even mentioned right. in the previous episodes? Mm-hmm. This, this was something big. Maybe it was mentioned in seasons before, but, you know, we hadn't spoken about it. So I feel like a lot of it is throwing, throwing, I don't know, maybe it's throwing the viewers off too. Like, we want to hear that from you guys. Yeah, and is. then the twin brothers who are also owners with um, Spencer too, you know, they come in like random parts and just like yeah. have a few words over the phone uh-huh. and then they have their little scene and then boom, it's done, you know? It's Ex- like, it's just, yeah, it's just all just random. And I think the writers, like since they're writing it, they feel like they are like, oh, this and this and this. But as for us, it's viewers, at least for me, I feel like it's kind of like, wait, like, I'm dodging yeah. left and right, trying to grab... They might be having, like, the writers, you know, work on certain scenes, and that's why it doesn't all mesh mm. together instead of write the whole episode. Together. Yeah, since there's only two more episodes left, they're like, all right, we're just gonna let all you guys write some scenes so y'all can get some more experience under that belt, but I'm like, know. oh my it goodness. Be, but uh, uh, I think this could also be a reason why it's maybe just, you know... The ratings went down because it's like you're trying to throw so much in what maybe a 22, 23 minute right episode. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. it is. And then a li- maybe a little closer to thirty because HBO doesn't have commercials, but it, it mm-hmm. does go by super right. fast. It yeah. By yeah, fast. it does. So let's talk about how Spencer got played. Mm. So we all saw that. You know, I mean, we said it like you de- you never expect yourself out of somebody else, and like he straight up got played. Like he was used. For that vote. And Big you time. saw that he hesitated, which I thought he was going to be like, I'm not even going to say yep. like, I. I. I thought he was not. I thought he was going to keep his hand down, actually. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to turn the tables on them and um, not vote for the 18, for the uh, 18. 18 game per mm-hmm. season. So I was like, okay, good. Finally. But then when he actually raised it, I was like, you made a mistake. Like, mm-hmm. I just knew he made a mistake. Oh, yeah. The second that, that, that too, but the second that um, Candace Lander. Candace, yeah, like was whispering, I was like, this be, this whole season she's been plotting. She's doing these little sneaky moves. Mm-hmm. She's sneaky, sneaky. Like, very sneaky, but um, I wasn't surprised at all I was just very surprised that he made it um, so obvious that he was waiting for Spencer. He was like, "Hello, Spencer!" Like he looked at him like straight up, and he like almost gave him like you said, like he gave him this stare, like I'm not siding with you. But then he did. But I think the reason why he was hesitant was because if I side with him, he's gonna screw me over. Mm-hmm. And in fact, he did. Yeah, it's such politics. Oh well, yeah. I mean, we all knew that. But like I said over there, like. This show is like I was like Loki. You're like Heike. I was like yes, yes. Actually, I take that back. Heike, they are throwing so much shade at the NFL. Mm-hmm. It is not even funny. And I think, I think it's great. But I think that's probably another main reason why the show struggled. Yeah, Roger Goodell was like, um, we need to actually call HBO up yeah. and cancel this, or you guys are gonna <laughs> be in a world of trouble. Exactly. You're gonna reap. You're gonna reap what we have, but I just think, you know, when he sat there, I think it was a big move. It's a, It was a ballsy move on his part or the writer's part or whoever wrote this specific episode to be like, listen, we cannot let our NFL veterans down. They are going yeah. through pain. They are going broke. And he even mentioned, like, the big ones. He mentioned Buckkiss. He mentioned, like, all those men. And it's like, damn. Like... And then it's like this. See, I feel like this is where it could have really picked up. This is really where it really could have taken off. And like, 
ballers the actual show could have made a difference in the NFL. Yeah. Yay or nay? Possibly. Um, I feel like possibly, but I feel like they waited too long. Like you said, I definitely feel like mm-hmm. the viewers um, have gone down compared to like when it first started. Mm-hmm. I used to hear people talking about it all the time and like even on social media. And now I don't really see much about it, mm-hmm. which is crazy because it has The Rock in it. Right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they maybe they should have brought that in a little sooner. I don't know. I yeah, think because it was like started like like entourage style like you know, that's the buddies, exactly. the guys yeah. everyone wants to see it and then yeah it's kind of I think they changed. wanted it to be like the football version of entourage yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's what they wanted it to be but I think I think it was great that they brought it up I think now it's just a shame that they can't talk about it mm-hmm. anymore because what we have two more episodes left what it yes what are you gonna fit into well god knows they it's gonna be like a 10 years ahead montage oh my gosh, gonna be right. like five, every every 10 minutes it's five years later five, five years oh my later. god five years. sorry Grey's anatomy did that this week every single five minutes it was one week later and i was i was like i'm so sick of seeing really? this one week later thing yeah oh my it was like god. one week later one week later yeah. and I, I was like i hope i, I hope they don't do Grey's that like Ten years budgeting issues. They had to get it as quick as they could. Exactly. But you know, I think it was really cool that they actually did touch on like you know everyone thinks you're a football veteran, like you've got it made. But I like that they actually like touched on it, and they're like, no, like these men don't have it made. Like even he was like, um, oh my god, oh oh um, Eller, El- Elder Eller. His name just slipped my mind. Sorry, guys. Let me <laughs> let me look at that. Wait. Ellers. I don't know why I kept adding a D. Deacon. Okay. But oh, like okay. even even he said he was like, you know, it's not much, but and like it shows that he's going broke. Yeah, that was that was a little. Um, and he was a huge player. So. Yeah, I don't want to say it was shocking because I have I've have seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of sad, you know. It like, was very he, sad. The Rock says he was a legend, and he wanted him on the sidelines. And then you see he's in a very small, you know, one bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. and you could kind of see his medication on the on the right. nightstand. Yeah, I was just kind of like, and then he's taking a cab too. He's taking a cab, you know. Yeah. Um, and actually, when I went to UT, there was actually a football player there. Um, and he retired, and I actually interviewed him about, you know, life after the NFL. Yeah. And he told me that he actually knows a lot of guys two years out of the NFL who go broke, who mm-hmm. end up taking a job flipping burgers or working yep. in a retail store because they do not manage their money. They, You know, when they're oh, yeah, in the a, NFL, yeah. they they think they have all the money in the world, and they're like, oh, I'm just going to spin, I'm going to blow it because my contract next right, year, right, I'm going right. to get it right back. And then when they get released, they do not have anything. So that is a sad reality of it also. Yeah. I and think the average is like two or three years. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that and that's it, assuming you're healthy. Right. right. And, you know, because once you're not, like, it, it's you're done. done. And it's funny that you say that because my brother actually had just mentioned to me, he's like, oh, yeah, there's this guy that works with me. Mind you, my brother's an insurance agent, like, travel agent right. for AAA. And he's like, oh, yeah, this guy used to play for the Raiders. I was like, why is he there? He goes... He got injured, got released, and he goes and he can't. That was that. That was that, and that was it. So it's like, you know, as much as as much as they tell you they want you to get to the NFL, make sure you have a backup plan because you don't know what's going to happen. True. And I will say, like Ricky, 
Ricky's got his backup plan now that he probably didn't know he had. Right. right. But Ricky was one of the few because he was such a big name. You know what yes. I mean? And and that's like Vince Young. He was able to go and help at over at UT. I'm talking about UT, <laughs> Hook'em Horns. Um, so, you know, like big names, they can do that. You know, he opened his Tony own Romo. restaurant. Exactly. People who have that kind of clout, they can do that. But people who are, no one knew your exactly. name. Exactly. You know, you were just as po- important, you know, but no one knew Lionel linebacker number 13 they're the ones that's not gonna have it as great exactly and that's and you know that's what sucks but at the end of the day you know you you know you're dealt a certain cards and you got to learn how to play with them and i think what a lot of the i think what it's showing is that a lot of players maybe should really think about okay what is my next option Mm -hmm. what it what is life after the nfl what am i going to do after the nfl if said problem happens. So I think showing Ricky that he has his own show, I think that's, I mean, I said it from the beginning. I was like, I think he's going to have his own show. You did, yeah. But is he putting, like, I was like, is he putting a nail in his own coffin? Why? As far as football goes, you mean? As far as, like, the show goes. Because his girl came in and she's like, look, you need to stop, like, like, if you're going to help these oh. guys out, like, you need to watch your words because she's getting snubbed. Right. So it's like his words are affecting other people's lives, which, I mean, I guess it shouldn't be that big of a deal. She was talking about, like, a wags, but. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he did get some, you know, um, lash. Um, what's that called? Backlash. 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 <laughs> like, he did get some backlash when he went to the gym. Remember, mm-hmm. the gym owner told him, find a new gym. So, I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. He's true. telling what no other people don't want to hear. And unfortunately, someone has to say it. Now, he can say it since he's out of the NFL. Right. But, I mean, he's doing his job now. Yeah. He's like, this is where my money is, so I'm just going to give my all to this talk show now. And the T sells, so. Yeah. It does. As much as we all like to say, oh no, I'm not into the drama. Like, we, we all love it. <laughs> because let me tell you, when he said, oh, let's bring Joe on, I was like, I knew Dish yep. about Spencer. Oh, of course. My. And I think, honestly, to be honest, I think that's the only reason he brought him on because mm-hmm. he did call Spencer out on his own show. That's you, that's what exactly what he was waiting for. He was like, that's what I'm talking about, my man. I'm like, all right. They're obsessed with Spencer. Like, that's it's kind of they, crazy how obsessed they are. What's funny is if I were. Like, if I were Spencer, obviously, I'd be like, yeah, that's right. You're still sitting there talking about me because you got nothing else better to do. So it's like... exactly The the only ones on the show who have moved on are Vernon and um, Reg. They're the only ones exactly. who are not worried about him at all. Everyone else yeah. is like, what is Spencer doing? What is Spencer doing? Well, because <laughs> Vernon and Reg are trying to get this e-gaming thing up off the ground. Exactly. They're worried about themselves, not other people. Exactly. So good for them. Good which, for you, Vernon and Reg. Which I think is funny that I, w- I was surprised that Joe even gave them money money for it. I like how it was like a measly two million. I'm like, <laughs> she, I'm like, right? she, I was like, all right, give me that I was check, like, Joe. give me that measly 200 and I'll play Mortal Kombat, whatever. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll build you a brand new company. Forget that esports altogether. We could go into a different company. Exactly. But wasn't it them that wanted to also go into like the um, edible business? Was that was them too, right? Like this was last season. Though. I think it was. I yeah, think it was. I think it. Was. Yeah. So I mean, I could totally understand why he wouldn't come, want to completely invest. They jump to a new venture every different season. So well, that's true. But 
you got to give it to them and you got to give them for the heart because they're trying yeah. to think entrepreneurial entrepreneurship but they're also trying to think I think Reggie's more like the Ver- money aspect. Vernon is a loose cannon and I know there might be a possibility that he does not want to stay in the NFL so where can I take us to get us the most money mm-hmm, definitely so I could see why they like jump back and forth as to you know how am I going to make money right speaking of those who can't make much money or those who are stressing about money charles oh poor charles has so much stress charles two heart attacks man that's crazy what (laughs) yes i just no i'm just gonna say it's crazy that you can you put all that stress on you i know a lot of it's other other things like the doctor's saying how's your how's your eating how's your diet yeah um but the stress that he's just encountering is just Taking him over. Well, yeah, but he said he what he's like three billion dollars over over budget over for the budget for the stadium, not three million. Yeah, not three hundred thousand. Not three hundred thousand. Not three million. Three billion. That and is all of your beat. tax dollars. They're going towards. <laughs> they're going towards that to make a beautiful stadium that is over budget. But I think. And the thing is, what's so sad is like he's literally having a heart attack. He's walking himself out because he's worried mm-hmm. about what his boss is going to think. And that's also, he has a pride thing, too. It's like, he doesn't want to show weakness, and he has pride. Because I get it if you don't want your boss to see, because your deal is not signed yet. Exactly. But your assistant was right there, and he was literally offering you help. And you're like, no, I'll do it myself. And thank goodness the assistant is so nice, because he even showed up to the hospital afterwards. Right. And he could have just sent him a text or called him. And I was just like, dang, dog, like, just take the help. Yeah. It's not a sign of weakness. Just take it. Exactly. That's why I I like, we saw, you know, the preview for the next episode. Like, he calls Julie and tells her that he had a heart attack. Right. She's, like, his, his, like, ground, like, she grounds him. Yeah, she grounds him. And he needs to, he's not putting himself first. He needs to put himself first. And she's, I hope she can come in and reel him back for a minute. Because I know he has a lot writing, you know, writing right now. Thankfully, they just signed... Kamara. 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 Um, and hopefully that helps him a bit. But, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to have a heart attack, I think you need to listen to the doctor and doctor and take a couple months off. I mean, it sucks. He's it's the worst timing ever. He's, I, yeah, but I you want to die? Gonna, well, uh, but, and you want to die. Dan, do you know what no. I'm <laughs> His <laughs> wife is a doctor. Like, that's what was crazy to me. Your wife is a doctor. She could help you. She could prescribe you something, anything. And you literally don't tell her. I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm happy to see her because she. Right. he needs her. Mm-hmm. Oh, he definitely he does. He needs her. But I think, I think in the sense where he, you know, like, obviously it shows him, like, kind of worrying, like, oh, crap. Like, I need to take a break and I should I think what's stressing him out is obviously the money aspect how is he going to be able to bring anything home he's got a family and then it's like okay well what's going to happen with my position at mm-hmm. my job because he already said his boss hates his guts yeah. so if your boss hates your guts and it's like oh I got to leave because I've got some sick issues you never know I mean people are assholes and it's it's crazy, yeah. I mean, it's it's not the best thing, but speaking of assholes, Kate was a bit of an asshole. Kate, oh, oh Kate, yeah. Kate laid it on Joe. Damn. She was a little rough. I mean, she... Tells it like it is. Yeah, she did, but at the same time, 
she was not clear at all at her intentions in the beginning. You know, she was like, take a hint, Joe, and he kisses her. And then, you know, they spend the night, and it kind of looks like they're spending the night every night together. So, I mean... You know mm-hmm. he's obsessive and kind of crazy. Girl, so, she climbing her way. Right? Up. Like, it's like, what did you think? And so that's why I was kind of like, all right. But then, no offense, I was like, what if she's kind of a thought? Because she was like, oh, You Odell. saw how she was with, uh, yeah, she like, was, the shirt she was wearing? Uh-huh. And let's, let's order in. in. I was like. I felt like she's just very free and, and doesn't want to be settled down with one person. She, you know what? Go to, for to reach it. her own, you know, her prerogative. Yeah. But when she said that and he's like, yeah, I could do that too. And then she's <laughs> like, let me give you a little bit of advice. Jealousy isn't cute. And I was like, really? Like, you're sitting there. Like, you know, like you said, you know how Joe is. He's an obsessive guy. Mm-hmm. You're dangling yourself in front of him. And then you have the audacity to be like, yeah, let's order in. We could talk over dinner. Right in front of him. I was like, all right, that's a little disrespectful. But, I mean, I get it. She doesn't owe him anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but she should have been, I just feel like she should have been clear with her intentions from the beginning. Look, this is just sex. Mm-hmm. There's no relationship yeah. attached to this. And then keep it moving. Because then he would have had to deal with it. Now it kind of makes her look like, all right, well, you kind of played me. Well, to be honest, like I don't see her that way. I from the beginning in the show, she's kind of taken charge, mm-hmm. and you know she's worried about her own and her own in the business, especially as a woman and a minority. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you want to like show what you got, and then I do agree with you though that she should have been more forward with Joe, especially because you could tell he's like a puppy dog in love. Yeah, Aww. but I mean, <laughs> he was. I mean, it's been what a week or two. I don't know the timeline, and he's getting jealous that she's meeting with a client. Like that's kind of her. Job. Oh well, he's he's crazy you know, anyways. You don't, don't you remember with him at the party at home? Yes, you. No, they're gonna have dinner in the office. Come on now, girls. It was a little blurry. But <laughs> <laughs> we're like, it's a little blurry. Let's but, write our own episode yeah. here. But you saw how psycho he was at the party. Oh, look at them over there. And she was literally just closing the deal. Exactly. That's true. And, and he was like obsessing over her. I was like, yeah, he crazy. He one of them. You got to be careful. He might snap. Joe, I think if Joe's he, like a loose cannon since yeah. Spencer. He is a loose cannon, and you know what's going to happen? She's going to do something. It's going to piss him off. He's going to be so emotionally invested that, boom, watch. She's going to get, like, cut. You think so? I think that, uh, like, if he does get rid of Kate, that's how it's going to happen. It's going to be, like, pure spite, pure jealousy. Probably. Okay, I can see that. I wouldn't be surprised about that Mm. at all. And then on top of that, he's, like... Like, his whole thing is, like, Sports X. That's all he talks about on the show. And then, what did he call Spencer? A... He called him a pig. A greedy pig. A greedy, oh, greedy yeah, a pig. pig. So he's got a lot of anger issues. He he's really got, does. He's got a lot of resentment yeah. towards he's him. Freaking loose cannon. A loose cannon. And I mean, I don't know. You know who else was a loose cannon? That semi-romantic proposal. Oh, gosh. Meow. So you think that was semi-romantic? I think that was awful. Well, we like, all sat there and were like... like he, it's like cute and adjacent kind of way. I mean, I get what he was saying. Like, if it fails, I only want it to fail with you. Yes, because he he only wants to be with her. I got that part. That was kind of cute. That's why I said it was but romantic. If someone ever proposed to me like that, I would be so pissed. Like, I would be a big bleep you. You know? Well, see, I'm well, that crazy person that I'd be like, so it's gonna fail. 
<laughs> so it's going to fail. Like, that would be me. Like, everything else would be obsolete, and I'd be like, so it's going to fail. So so then why are you, like, that's it. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> See, I, I, when it comes to, like, stuff like that, like, you guys need to be on the same page, and they clearly weren't. Like, he knows that's what she wants, but it doesn't sound like she's talking to him about it. Like, that should have been a conversation before. She shouldn't have just been like, oh, it's our two-year anniversary. I'm looking at my bubbles. I'm going to get something. Like, if that doesn't, like, you haven't had that talk, and you don't know, like, well, I'm not I sure that that's remember- coming. In previous episodes, she definitely was like, what are we doing? Are we going to get married? I feel like I'm wasting my time. And then Joe put it into his head. He's like, you think she's not thinking about it? And that's why he offered him the agent position or like, we'll buy your agency. Right. But, but I mean, like, you if you guys are not on the same page and like for her, if that's what she wants and it wasn't happening, like that should have been discussed already so she knows if she can move on or if she needs to stay right. like and for him he needs to figure out what he wants too but i just i hate when i see people expecting it and so she annoyed me like expecting <laughs> well, that, it digging through the tiramisu first of all eat that <laughs> god eat don't the tiramisu. It tiramisu is not cheap yeah which no. i'm sure maybe the ring might no that would no. not have been but he would get a nice big ring but yeah. no but it, it was two years it was i'm i don't know whatever everyone has their own different love story but <laughs> Like, that was cute for him. Like, he realized, like, he really loves her. She's upset. She wants this. He doesn't really like it, but... she do- He doesn't want to lose her. He doesn't want to lose her. And I don't he think that's necessarily the right reason to do it. I mean, he did say, I'm saying this to shut you up, basically. Oh, see, I, but- see, I don't know how she even, like, stood there. Because if he would have If someone... If, if you tell me I'm doing this to shut you up, Oh, I am going to sing like a damn canary. I am not going to shut up. And I'm going to go and go But she jabs at him all the time. Like, they have that kind of, like, back and forth relationship. I don't know if it was the beginning of this season or one of the episodes in last season. I was just like, what are they doing together? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was last season. I know what you're talking about. I was just like, I thought they were kind of annoying, too. Yeah. Oh, to each its own. Um, Before we get into the next topic, I just wanted to say, everyone, thanks for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and uh, just as we continue to grow, we want your help. So make sure you're script, scribed. <laughs> subscribe to us Scrib-scrib. on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, press subscribe. Uh, comments. Let us know what you think. If you're listening on <laughs> iTunes uh, and you cannot see Yvette doing these awesome hand movements, um, give us five star. Also, leave comments there. Uh, but thank you for being a part of AfterBuzz TV and hanging, up, <laughs> hanging with us on Ballers for these last few episodes. I'm Balas. I like how she Balas. Well, now that we went to that, how about we talk about some of the gossip that you yes. have, Lauren? So let's talk about some juicy news yeah. and gossip. Ooh, juicer. Juicy. <laughs> it's, okay, well, I'm not going to say that it's juicy, but um, I will say, sorry, I'm trying to pull it up, you guys. So, basically, obviously, like we said, this show is, unfortunately, coming to an end. However, if you like these actors, you can catch them in new TV shows and upcoming projects because quite a few of them have been snagged. So, we'll start off with our very own Joe Crutel, a.k.a. Rob, um, and Omar Benson-Miller, who plays Charles. And they're going to be starring in CBS's The Unicorn. 
that actually is out now. And together, that's so yeah, I know. I thought it was pretty cute too. They're both on it together. Um, the story is actually about friends helping um, one of their male friends. He's a widower, and he has two daughters, and he's getting back out in there in the dating life. So it's just a group of friends helping him be a father, putting himself back out there, and he actually finds out that he's a super catch. Um, despite having kids and being a widower, like he's attractive, he has a good job, so that's why they call him the unicorn. Mm. And then, oh, yeah. so rare oh. to find men like these these days. <laughs> I think that's kind of sad that they call it like a unicorn, <laughs> yeah. like if it doesn't exist. It does. You just got to get off a of Tinder. It do get off a of Tinder. Just throw some shit. <laughs> a little bit. And then next we have Christy Lofton, who plays Kisan, who Ooh. is no longer on Ballers. He's actually going to be starring in an um, upcoming film called Sisters. They're in pre-production right now. Um, the film is actually on hiatus. They need a little more funding. Ooh. and then But he's going to be in a TV series called Cases. Ooh. And then, last but not least, we have Miss Jasmine Simon, um, who plays Charles' wife on right. Ballers. And she's going to be on Netflix's Raising Dion as Aunt Cat. In the show, she's going to be a doctor and basically helping her sister raise um, her young son, who is actually developing superpowers. Ooh. Oh, okay. So that'll be interesting, yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. So we have interesting. a few cast members moving Alrighty. on to different projects. I wonder projects. if she has, like, some type of, like, a medical background that she's always playing, like... Oh, a doctor. A yeah. doctor. Or a doctor type. Or maybe typecasted, you know. Just I mean, a little. Oh, I'll look into that. I, You know, guys, I don't even put two and two together. <laughs> I was like, okay, I just, I just thought about that. I was yeah. like, that's really interesting. But you know, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, and also, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think I heard something about. Um, I know I had seen it on Instagram. The Rock uh, with his ex-wife. They came out with like a new show. They came out with like Titans mm-hmm. something. Oh no, Titans is a game show. No, he hosts. It's yeah, but then they just came out with something else too. I think. Mm. Like they mm-hmm. had it. It was Seven Bucks Productions. It was, I'm going to have to look that up. So yeah. next week we could talk about that. But it's called the Titan Games. The it's t- with NBC and Dwayne Johnson and Danny Garcia. Oh, yeah, there but he, he already does that. Oh. Yeah. It's already out. But okay, I'm going to have to see. Because okay. I, like, I, I saw different. like a new promotion. Okay. Oh, no. Blah, 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 blah. See, Ricky, it's not easy to do these things. Yeah, Ricky. But yeah, um, so kidding. I think. Um, yeah, something like that. No, I just have no train of thought. But were there any lines or any quotes that stood out for you guys this episode? Or were we all just like, what is going on? Ew, you know. Did you write something Yeah, out? no, I didn't write any quotes. Oh, God, there was a good one, too, towards the end, and I completely didn't write. I was just so in- interested what was going on. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say two that I remember. Ooh, okay, let's hear it. And then we can all just kind of like give our own little two cents about that. Okay. So the one that Kate said, which I thought was really good because I've been told about, I've been told this because, yes, I can get jealous at times. But jealousy isn't cute. It's a sign of weakness. weakness. Mm. And that she was basically telling him that he should have a lot more self-confidence in himself because of everything he has going for it. And then she went into saying, like, it was disgusting and gross. And I was like, okay, calm down. <laughs> so do you guys think that is a relevant quote? Do you think it's actually something that's true? Or I, Yeah, I agree. I mean, it definitely is like a, 
is it is a sign of weakness, if you will, because like she in this case, she mentioned, look, you have this company, you're right. building this, whatever. Um, so, you know, you're not thinking about everything positive. You're thinking about you're worried about what other people are thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that shouldn't be a focus, you know, at all. Right. Um, and if you're yeah, if you're jealous on someone else, you can't celebrate your successes because you're too worried about other people. Okay, okay, dropping <laughs> on that. Okay, more in the truth. Yeah, I agree to a certain extent because obviously his jealous, he's showing a side of weakness, right? But I feel like if you're in a relationship with someone and you, they're like, let's just use um, Kate for example, saying she wants to order lunch with Odell, and she's saying it right in his, his face. Is he just not supposed to care? You know, it's right. just. It's, I feel like it's how you handle it because I feel like at some point. Everyone has experienced a slight bit of jealousy. Is how you handle it and what you do with it. Right. And Joe, I feel like, did not handle it well. Okay. Now there's other ways you can address it, but that's that's how I feel. So, yeah. so is there at times where jealousy is like, yes, I would expect you to be jealous, like like it's justified. I feel like I, jealousy is like a it's, it's like a, envy. It's a sign of thing like. There's not communication going on. Like something else is. There's an underlying thing that needs to be communicated and and figured out. Yeah. Boom. She hit it right on the. <laughs> I think. Uh, boom. Bam. I give that to you. Okay. I give that to you. But I know okay. you wanted to say something. Yeah. But I, I feel like say, that's there is a fine line between jealousy and en- envious. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're jealous of like you know your girlfriend doing something um let's just say like dancing with a guy she shouldn't be dancing with that's different because you're not envying him because you already have her you know what i right, mean right 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 it's it's some type of emotion that is so yeah it's the underlying emotion coming out but i think it's a, a thin line it it all depends on the situation oh yeah but sure. i don't condone jealousy or in in and being envious. Um, yes. It's just, like I said, the situations, how you handle it, those type of things. You'll just be a much happier person if you're just happy for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But Joe and Kate are just like a prime example of why you don't dip the ink in the company yeah. pen or however don't it goes. Don't dip the pen in the company <laughs> ink yeah, yeah. or you don't shit where you eat. Exactly. Yeah. And I've always said that. So that's, I mean, I was going to say that earlier and you took it right out of my brain. But um, <laughs> And then the other one was when Spencer said... In the beginning, he's like, there's one thing my dad always told me was if you want something, you ask for it. No, so he said, if you want something, you take it. Right? No, he said ask. Yeah. Oh, he you said take it at for. the end. At the end, he yeah. said, if you want something done, you just got to take it. That's so, what he said at the end. So I'm like, I don't, like, if you want something done, you got to take it. So, like he said, okay, like, okay, so when he said, obviously, you have to ask for it, I do, t- I totally agree with that. I feel like... Closed mouths don't get fed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You never know unless you ask. Mm-hmm. And like I've always said, what's the worst they can tell you? No. no. So obviously, yeah, I thought that was good. But then at the end, he's like, if you want something, take it. Take it. Well, okay. Then how do you guys feel about, do you guys agree? Ask for per- forgiveness, not permission? Yes. Uh, well, no. No, okay. I, I okay. I I agree with that to the extent as like what you know I I do sports journalism and I do that kind of stuff so like if I'm on the field and I'm filming them at practice and they said you know don't go over there but I do go over there 
you know, I'll go do it, and then I'll be like, and they're like, hey, you can't do it. I'm like, oh my oh, god, sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. So in that aspect, like certain things like that, I do agree with. You know, you ask for forgiveness, not for permission. Right. And they actually, what's funny is in journalism school, they will tell you always ask for forgiveness, never for permission, because they'll yeah. always say no. But in a lot of other things, I'm like, no, 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 you, yeah. you, you gotta ask. Yeah, I feel like it's also depend on the situation because. I was doing the, you know, kind of ask for permission first and getting no's and like, no, you better do this and do that. And I'm thinking, this is my life. Like, you you can't dictate my life. So I, I kind of been asking for forgiveness lately. And honestly, mm-hmm. it's been working out a lot better for me. It does I work think, out. I think that works fine as long as the only time I feel like you need to ask permission first is if it's something that's going to really affect someone else. Yes. yes. Okay. And some people, mm-hmm. I see some people so like selfish and in their own mind and you know they want to like do what they want to do because they want to get it and someone gets like really hurt not physically but like emotionally or get thrown under the bus like this and that it's like don't ruin someone else's life for you yeah it's like don't use someone as a stepping stone to get where you want to go oh yeah i'm not talking about that at all that's the only time because i know a lot of people make well I'll just say sorry later. No, like let's let's think about empathy and think about yeah. like, relationships and and then yeah. No, yeah, my stuff aspect, hasn't yeah. been. Yeah, my stuff hasn't been. It wouldn't be screwing over anyone else. If yeah. anything, I was getting screwed over. So that's when I was that's like, when you took charge. Yeah, that's yeah, when yeah, I was like, no. charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So, do we have any predictions as far as what's going to happen besides obviously Your what we saw? Predictions. <laughs> I think that you know. um... I feel like they're going to somehow, Reg, I'm sorry, Reg and Vernon are going to get those three brothers to actually work together and maybe form a team. Okay. And then I feel like Charles is going to have to take a break um, or he's going to get fired. One of the two. He's going to either have to take Ooh, a break or get okay. fired. Those are, that's a, that's a big claim. Do you think that um, uh, his his assistant Benny? Benny. Do you think Benny might maybe? Because st- I feel like the guy the really likes really Benny, likes right? Benny. So maybe Benny can like help Charles out. Maybe if, Charles can take a seat back, and Benny can really help him because they kind of vibe. If Benny was smart, he'd be like, "Look, let's work on this together. I'll take some of the load off of you." Mm-hmm. And then I think if he sees that, Charles would be like, "All right, let me start bringing him in, so he moves up a lot quicker." Right. And he probably would move up a lot quicker if the they, boss already likes him, mm-hmm. and you know he's helping him out. Leaving. So I think it would right. be smart yeah. if he did that. I, yeah, I hope because I, as much as I want Charles's health. To be number one, I also don't want him to lose a job. So I hope Benny can help in some shape or form. Yeah, that would be great. And I think The Rock calling out the NFL about not giving them health care. That's going to be a major beep show. Candace will probably get fired. Ooh. I think something's going to happen to her. Karma is going to happen to her. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. She's going to get karma coming right back to her. I what I'm curious to know what you guys are, think is what's going to happen between Spencer and Joe. Ooh, oh, that's right. Showdown. Oh, Jesus. okay. So this is what I think. There's only two episodes left. Apparently, I feel like this next episode, episode seven, they're gonna have a huge blowout, go face to face. Episode eight, they're gonna reconcile their differences and realize it's better to work together. And it's gonna end with Jason's wedding. Ah. <laughs> And those would be the two best men. Uh, you know what? And with that, we are done, you guys. <laughs> Thank you for watching our after show. 
Francesca, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at XOXOCESCA. And Lauren, where can we find you? <laughs> Sorry, I was like, <laughs> you can find me at Lauren the Truth on Instagram and Twitter. And you guys can always find me at Sports and Sass on Instagram and Twitter with three S's. And you guys can also find me on the NFL After Show on Thursday nights. And that's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you guys next week. Ciao, ciao. Idea founder Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.